Welcome back to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson, and it is time for the Fantasy Football Focus. And as we do every Friday, we will pick our DFS lineup. Uh, hopefully, if you bet our lineup or you played our lineup last week, you won some money. Uh, the contest we were in, we missed out by less than barely by less than a point. Less than a point. One more catch. One more couple yardage. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but there were some ridiculous, ridiculous high scoring week totals put up last week. So it's incumbent upon us to uh, find that this week. If we'd played a different defense, but well, you're last more week, of a DFS yeah. guy than I am. Do you think that lineup last week probably won about fifty percent of the contests they were in? Give or take. I mean, we had like 147 points. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. For a high-scoring week. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing was is a lot of us found out if you played against the Bills D, Keenan Allen. Yeah. A chance. And that's, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, all part yeah, right, of it. Right, right. All right, let's, so let's jump into this week. As we always do, we'll pick a defense first. We'll start at the bottom here and work our way up. Uh, Cardinals, no. Raiders, no. Commanders, no. Panthers, no. Jets, no. Dolphins against the Bills. No. It's 2,600. No. No? Okay. Uh, Bears, no. We're going to have to spend money on this one. Bears against Denver, no. Uh, Bills against Miami. It's 2,700. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll consider Denver against crappy Bears. Giants against the Seahawks. Don't love it. Browns against Baltimore is $2,800. That I'd strongly consider. The Colts against the Rams is 2,900. Not bad. He's playing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, those are both good. Texans against the Steelers is 2,900. No. New England against Dallas is 3,000. The Rams against the Colts is 3,000. I'd rather play the Colts than the Rams. Chargers against the... the, Is that uh, in Indy? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, The Chargers against Las Vegas is 3,100. I think that's a high-scoring game. If Jimmy G doesn't play, though. Right, right. I think it's interesting. It's probably 50-50. Seahawks against the Giants, 3,200. The Ravens against the Browns is 3,200. Now it has to be. Now, this came out before the Deshaun Watson. News. I don't know if everybody even knows what Deshaun He is Watson. questionable. Apparently, Sounds went out to practice today and threw two passes, and they shut him down again. He didn't practice at all Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or Thursday. I'd rather start the Browns, D, than the Ravens. Right, and it's cheaper. I think that's the move. The Bucks, uh, the Buccaneers against uh, the Saints is 3,300. The Titans, 34. Why would you start the Titans defense? Yuck. <laughs> There's not um, a lot of good matchups unless you want to spend heavy on. The Steelers is 3900 against Houston. Not bad. I mean, that's not the, the most expensive defense is 47. That's the 49ers I mean, against I think Arizona. Be sacks and I don't think Houston's going to score. Chiefs against the one. Jets is 4200. Wow. That could be pretty appealing. Yeah. Uh Eagles against Washington is 4100. They may get 10 sacks <laughs> in that game. They really could. Cowboys against New England is four thousand, and then the Steelers is thirty nine hundred. They're the uh, what is that sixth, fifth or sixth highest. Bengals against the, the Titans is thirty eight hundred. It's not bad, but I mean those point those defenses are going to score. But I think the Browns, the Browns is the best D in the league, and it's and cheap. I don't think it's a difficult matchup. Now I don't know that they're the they're the best. Mm-hmm. They've they've played the best thus sure, far, but sure. I don't know if they're the best defense. But they're playing pretty well. I'm wondering if they think the Ravens. Just because they run, there's not going to be many sacks. I, I don't know. I guess, but I still like the. I think the Browns are the best bargain out there. Yeah, I think Especially that's with two injured receivers. Yeah, yeah. Twenty eight hundred. That, that that's that's put that in. Now, if we have some extra money, we can pay out. Yeah, there's some nice ones that are high. Yeah, yeah, they're pricey. Uh, at tight end, Travis Kelsey is seventy four hundred. I know you got a guy, so if you want to cut to the chase, fine. But we can scroll through. Well, George Kittle is fifty one hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel is not playing this week. Do we know that? 
Debo is, Debo is not playing this week. Okay. If we know that against the Cardinals. So at 5100 he is $2,300 cheaper than Kelsey. He is $1,400 cheaper than Hawkinson. $1,300, or no, I'm sorry, $2,300 cheaper than, than Hawk. Than Hawk. Uh, he is $400 cheaper than Waller and $300 cheaper than Andrews. I mean, if there's new listeners or don't know this, the splits when either of the Niners receivers out, doesn't matter which one, Kittle spikes like crazy. And it's a pretty decent sample size. I mean, yeah. it has a missed time. And it doesn't even matter if Purdy's a quarterback or not. I mean, you, I mean, still 5,400 is still well below. Mm-hmm. And he's also really good. I mean, yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, yeah. the only other guys I look at maybe. Uh, I didn't know Debo was definitely out. Dallas Goddard is 4,400. He hasn't done much. But no. Like Hunter Henry is 4,300. Higby is 42. Uh, Cole Komet, no. David Njoku is 3,800, no. He's really falling off. Gerald Everett is 3,600. Jake Ferguson, 3,500. Fryermuth is 3,400. That's a nice mm-hmm. That's a nice bargain on Fryermuth. I think he's going to get used this week. He could maybe even bear a flex if we pay up at other spots. Dalton Kincaid is 3,200. I think and he's worth more than that. Miami is 26 against opposing they- tight ends. I, you think that game's going to be a shootout? I love your kiddo call. I mean, yeah, considering I, let's, what the let's price plug is. him let's in. I mean, yeah. you know, if we need money, we can no, maybe we can, pay. The tight end could be our flex. Yeah, that gives us six thousand to spend on the rest of the roster. Okay, so that's not bad. Maybe At quarterback, quarterback. Mahomes eighty three hundred, Josh Allen eighty two hundred, Jalen Hurts eight thousand, Justin Herbert seventy eight hundred, Lamar seventy seven hundred. Tua is seventy four hundred. The Bills are number two though against opposing mm-hmm. quarterbacks. I don't think he goes crazy. If those top ones hurt. Although Poyer's Poyer's out this week. Is that definitely that is definitely yeah. okay. That's uh, big for them. Cousins is seventy one hundred. Guy throws for a million yards. He throws ball every time he drops back. Anthony Richardson is sixty seven hundred. It's not bad either. Uh, Justin Fields is sixty six hundred. They are thirtieth against opposing quarterbacks. Is this the Justin Fields breakout week? You're See, not going to get him. Could be. You're not going to get him any cheaper than that. I was talking about this on a show earlier this week that I really worry about him. You know, it was on our dynasty show. Like big picture, he's. I don't know if he'll be a starting quarterback next year. Yeah, but he's going to have a game soon, and it might be this week where he runs for a hundred. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott is sixty two hundred. Joe Burrow, I missed him sixty five hundred. Brock Purdy is fifty nine hundred. We could stack. Do the, uh, the Kittle yeah. birdie stack? That's pretty cheap. Against Arizona, that's not bad. Yeah, uh, Ru- Russell Wilson, fifty eight hundred against that Denver, that uh, Chicago defense. Man, that's what he's worth, though. He's not been bad this year. No, he hasn't. He's averaging twenty one point four fantasy points per game, which is more mm-hmm. than Purdy, more than Prescott, more than Justin Fields, more than Anthony Richardson. Like, yeah, actually, not been bad. I mean, he got huge points on that uh, hail mary, but. That doesn't, I don't care. Hasn't yeah. been bad, right? Uh, weapons G- aren't terrible. Geno Smith is uh, 5,800. Matthew Stafford is 5,700. The Colts are 31st against opposing quarterbacks. Are they really? Yeah. Uh, C.J. Stroud is 5,600. Daniel Jones against Seattle, which is 27th against opposing quarterbacks, mm-hmm. is 5,600. Their D's not good. Uh, Derek Carr, 5,500. He's not playing. Baker Mayfield, 5,400. Jameis Winston, 5,300. He's always better for fantasy than people think. Yeah. He chucks it. Jimmy Garoppolo, if you knew he was going to play, they are 32nd against opposing quarterbacks this year. Hmm. Um, the Chargers, he's 5,300. That would be a nice. Yeah. Uh, Young is 5,200. Um, Mac Jones is 5,200. Andy Dalton 
is 5,100. Kenny Pickett is 5,100. It's not bad. I kind of think we go a little more expensive at quarterback, though, than. Who are you feeling there? I liked your Purdy call. I like Herbert a lot. I know he's really expensive. Cousins, you mentioned, stand out, stood out. I don't oh, even it, mind cooking with Russ this week with against that defense. Mm-hmm. That, I wish he ran more, but that game could turn out into a little bit of a yeah a shootout between two really bad defenses. No, say so <laughs> everyone's just think, oh, this would be a terrible game to avoid it. It might be the opposite in terms of yeah. If you think production. Fields is going to run all over the field mm-hmm. in this one, well, then Wilson's got to do enough to keep up with that. I don't know. No, I mean. I don't love the Bears' secondary. You know, I mean, like, Wilson's going to find open receivers. He's yeah. a professional quarterback. Fields doesn't necessarily. But, you know, I'm cool with Wilson. We could bump him up if we, you know, if we have extra cash. Let's let's plug Russ in there for now at 5800 okay. Now that, that bumps us up, we can we can spend $6,050 the rest of the way. So we can pay up a little bit here. Uh, at running back, you got McCaffrey at 9200 Wow. Yeah. He Ekelar, may not even play the fourth quarter, though. Eckelar is 8500 I think he's have a huge game, but I wish he wasn't coming off injury. Saquon is eighty one hundred. Yeah, a little questionable to play. Tony Pollard is seventy eight hundred. Who are they playing against? Dallas. No, who are they playing against? Dallas. Oh, I'm he sorry. Yeah, for New England. <laughs> okay, I knew yeah. it was somebody good. Excuse defense. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs is seventy one hundred. Is he due to do something? He never leaves the field. He doesn't. I mean, and they do throw him the football. Is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry is seven thousand. Kenneth Walker is sixty seven hundred. Mm, he's played well. Raheem Mostert is sixty five hundred. Joe Mixon sixty four hundred. Well, I don't no, like him going against Tennessee. No. James Cook is sixty three hundred. Decent, never scores, but that's good matchup for him. Ramondre Stevenson sixty two hundred. They're third. And I got to think like I know Belichick doesn't think this way. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. He's giving Zeke a plunge in this one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if they get inside the one, Zeke is How coming could you in. Not? I mean, yeah. You're not human if you don't do that. All right. Alvin Kamara coming back is 6,100. Worries me. Zach Moss is 6,000. That's not bad. He never leaves the field either. He never leaves the field. Kieran Williams, 6,000. Uh, 6, he plays a ton of snaps, too. Yeah, those two in the same game. James Conner, 5,900. Another good usage guy. Miles Sanders, 5,800. Well, he's questionable mm, yeah. and didn't practice today. Yeah. Alexander Madison, 5,800. They're 30th against a run or two oh, opposing yeah. backs. Uh, H-Chain. Or is it a chain now? What's a he called? A chan. A chan, a chan yeah. Make up, make up your mind. Well, he just did. <laughs> I think he just let people slide. Whatever. Before. I don't know. Uh, he is 5,700. DeAndre Swift. Real note on the Bills. They let up a lot of receptions to backs, which I think is a chan. Yeah. I mean, I think he should, is a little cheap for that. Uh, Swift is 5,700. Wow. The, the, those guys don't score. It always hurts, but it's okay. Rashad White is 5,600. Brian Robinson, 5,600. Um, Robinson plays when they're winning. Javon, yeah, they're not, gonna, they're not no, going to be this week. I think you should, if you I'm trade not, him last week, you probably have. Javante Williams at 5,500. Starting to get more and more usage, working his way Against into that awful Chicago yeah. defense, who are 31st against opposing running backs. Do we want Russ and Javante, though? Well, Najee Harris, 5,500. They're 24th against them. Yeah, yeah, they're awful against opposing running backs. They allow a lot of running back receptions, too. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is 5500 Not bad. This neighborhood's not bad. Brees Hall is 5500 It's pretty cheap for the guy that talented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he might get the ball four times. He never, yeah. Uh, Jerome Ford is 5400 
It's not bad. The Ravens don't scare me that much. Dalvin Cook, 5,400. Matt Breida, 5,400. Josh Kelly, 5,300. Gus Edwards, 5,200. I'm not loving this neighborhood. I like like 10 guys before. Kenneth Gainwell is 5,200. Damian Pierce, 5,100. Ezekiel Elliott, 5,100. Jalen Warren is 5,000. Cam Akers is 4,900. Rashawn Johnson is 4,900. That's not bad. Denver is 32nd against them. They have the two worst running back defenses in the league facing each other. Johnson gets more every week, and he's catching passes. They love him. Chuba Hubbard is 4,800. I just mentioned Sanders didn't practice today. Mm-hmm. That's sort of sneaky. Uh, I, I like Johnson and Hubbard right in that neighborhood. Yeah, I don't see anybody else here that's jumping out. Uh, Tajay Spears is 4,700. I also liked Swift. I liked uh, if you think Chan. If you think the the uh, commanders are going to be going to be getting their butts kicked, Gibson An- Antonio be- Gibson is 4,600. Because he doesn't do anything. Yeah, well... I mean, he, he's been out there when they're losing and not producing. How about Zach Charbonnet at 4,500? He gets more and more every week, too. Yeah. Who's jumping at you? Um, I love the Zach Moss usage. Mm-hmm. I mean, he never leaves the field. Yeah. He's not a bad player, either. Yeah. And the Rams are middle of the pack against imposing mm-hmm. running backs. They got a, Indianapolis has a pretty good offensive line. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not bad. Does Richardson being back help or hurt? I, I don't mean, know. Probably hurts touchdown production, but... We don't know that for sure, though. Not for sure, but I, I think it makes him harder to defend. Yeah. In terms of... It doesn't hurt his running back yardage. I'm fine with Moss. Throw him in. Let's, let's plug him in for now and see He's if... He's pretty we, safe. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm looking for touches here. That's what mm-hmm. I want. I want mm-hmm. volume. Do we go with Javante at 5,500 to get a piece of if that? For as cheap as he is... He's starting to round into shape a little bit. You know that's how Peyton wants to play. And he wants to th- he throws him the football too. Neither team's gonna run away with that no. scoreboard or anyway. I'm fine with it. Let's let's give it a shot. I mean, we played Javante Williams like crazy last year until he mm-hmm. well, blew his knee out. Well, I love them before That gets us up. We think we can now spend sixty two hundred. Okay, we have to have some bucks. We can average sixty two hundred the rest of the way. Okay. We got four spots, including uh well, three wide receivers and a flex. So Jefferson is ninety six hundred. Wow. Uh, Tyreek is 9,200. I think they'll do an okay job on Tyreek. Stefan Diggs is 8,100. Hmm. Uh, Devontae Adams is 8,000. If I knew his quarterback, if I knew his quarterback yeah. was playing, that would be a slam dunk. Keenan, I say, where's Allen? Is Keenan right Allen is 7,900. I'm fine with that. For, <laughs> um, the, for the price, he's my favorite one so far. Chase is 7,800. They really, Chase bailed out the offense last yeah. week. And I think they'll do the exact but same thing. But they don't thing. throw the ball down the field. No, they don't. But they're not going to run on Tennessee. A.J. Brown is 7,700. Jalen Waddle is 7,600. Uh, Devontae Smith is 7,500, but he is questionable. C.D. Lamb, 7,500. That's not bad. Chris Olave, 7,100. I like that. Mike Evans, 7,000. Well, he doesn't play well against the Saints. He usually doesn't, no. Uh, Debo is 6,900. Injured, right? Injured. T. Higgins, 6,800. Uh, D.K. Metcalf, 6,800. Puka Nakua, 6,700. Not bad. Their corners aren't great. Jerry Judy, 6,600. Michael Pittman Jr., 6,500. He's better than that. Doesn't, like, it's all, 
he'll have eight catches for 56 yards. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what he's done. I mean, he's, he's a wide receiver, too, this year. If you look at the game log... Uh, nine catches scored yet. Nine catches, seventy-seven yards. Eight catches, fifty-six yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like last week, or ja- I'm sorry, week one against Jacksonville was eight for ninety-seven. The last two weeks have been yeah. The like, volume's there. The volume is there. They just don't throw the ball down the field. Yet, though, right? No. Uh, Godwin is sixty-four hundred. Well, if you think that Evans has Evans down, is yeah. going to have a tough time, then do you roll with Godwin? He hasn't blown my doors off, but he's 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 good. Garrett Wilson is 6,400. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is 6,200. Hmm. Amari Cooper, 6,100. Your boy Tyler Lockett is 6,000. Pretty cheap for him. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Davis, 5,900. Could be a Gabe Davis blow-up week. Could be. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, 5,800. No. Jordan Addison, 5,700. DJ Hmm. Moore, 5,600. He'll get certained, though. Zay Flowers, 5,600. It's not bad with the other two guys out. Two two Atwell fifty five hundred. He produces every week. Yeah, I bet Jacoby Myers at fifty five hundred. Does it matter even who the quarterback is for him? Not really. George Pickens at fifty four hundred. I was wondering when Pickens' name was going to pop up. I mean, he's That's put up seventy five. Pretty good. The last yeah. Few weeks. Cortland Sutton is fifty three hundred. Yeah. <clears throat> Terry McLaurin fifty three hundred. It's a tough offense to get real excited about. Michael Thomas fifty two hundred. He's been good. Nico Collins, 5,100. Decent. Seals giving them production receivers. Kendrick Bourne, 5,000. I find it Mar- interesting Nico's their number one yeah. over tank. Marquise Brown is 5,000. Brandon Cooks, 4,900. Jahan Dotson, 4,800. Elijah Moore, 4,700. He's getting a lot of attention, or getting a lot of targets and stuff. He hasn't done a ton with it, and a lot of them are short. But Tank Dell is 4,600. Pretty good. He's, they're going to throw. Isaiah Hodgins, 4,600. Adam Thielen, 4,500. I'm losing track of the guys I like. They're 30th against opposing hmm. wide receivers. Uh, Bateman, Sky Moore, 4,400. Robert Woods, 4,300. Uh, Those other two Texans receivers, I don't mind. Yeah, I'm just looking here to see if there's anybody else. That, if you think Jameis is going to go deep this week, which Jameis mm-hmm. does like to do, oh, Rashid, yeah. Rashid Shahid is 4,000. He's worth way more. <laughs> I was I was a strongly push for Olave though. I mean, he gets eighty plus yards every week and is really good. I'm just looking to see here where Palmer. We don't have many big ticket items. Where's Palmer's P- interesting. Josh Palmer's four thousand. He's the starter now. You got to plug him. Yeah, in. yeah. I mean, he'll probably be chalky this week. Probably. I bet but, some people think Quentin Johnson's filling that role, and he's not. I mean, four four thousand now that now you can spend up an average sixty nine hundred dollars the rest of the way. Do they have any problem with Olave? No, that I mean we can afford a lot. I was gonna say we haven't really spent much. Uh, where was Alave at? We can actually probably get Alave and another. somebody similar. Yeah. So you know, throwing Palmer in there gets you that mm-hmm. that buy up. Yeah, Alave is sixty or seventy one hundred. So even That's spending like budget, for Alave, right? we can still spend sixty eight fifty okay. on our last two players. So we can get looking. You want to get is, crazy and put like Shahid in? I don't know if you want to do that with Alave and then like Justin Jefferson. Let's see if we get so Jefferson or some stud. I mean, is our flex Jefferson would then leave McCaffrey. us with, with $4,100 left, and so we could do that. 4000 I don't mind having two Saints, could even put Shahid in and get rid of 
Alave if you want. We could and throw in one of those other guys. There's a lot in that neighborhood that yeah, are that suitable. Were pretty good, yeah. Um, I like that. I just like the Shahid angle. Yeah, Jameis does like himself some deep balls. He's a good player. Where is Shahid at? Oh, I, I think he said he's 4,000. Yeah. That helps. He is 4,000. Let's see if we plug him in. We have $100 left over, so we could spend $7,200 on a receiver. That's Alave. That's Mike Evans. I prefer Alave. Yeah. Unless you want Nakua. I prefer Alave. Yeah. All right. So Alave it is. So Two we Saints st- isn't in the world. We still have $100 left over. Do we want to see if we can spend up from Javante? Uh, we look. That's $5,600. That would get you Rashad White, Brian Robinson. Nah. Um was there a defense? No, there wasn't a defense. A hundred bucks more. No. Now we could go instead of taking Russell Wilson, we could put Purdy in. I think I'd do that. I don't love the Javante Wills Williams Wilson combo. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Right. Because you're you know? work, kind of working against each other. And but now you have to, the now you go with the Purdy Kittle stack. If we're right about Kittle, it'll pay off. Yeah. He caught a ton of touchdowns from Purdy at the end of last year. He did. A he ton. did. Like six of them in four games or something. So that would give us Brock Purdy at quarterback. Zach Moss at running back, Javante Williams at running back, uh, Josh Palmer at uh, wide receiver, mm-hmm. along with Chris Olave and Justin Jefferson. Jefferson's a stud. George Kittle at uh, 5,100 at tight end. Our flex is Rashid Shahid. All you're looking for there is a— Yeah, hit a home run. Hit a home run. And then the Browns defense. I'm in. I like it. All right. We're entered. As you know, we do uh, 50-50 tournaments. We're not going to tell you which 50-50 yeah, you tournament. Yeah, find your own tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Could steal our money. We are locked and loaded. Um, yeah. So that's cool with me. I mean, that should get us in the top half of a... Well, we always think that, and usually we're right. Yeah. I mean, Jefferson, Alave, Moss, per I mean, that's the kid. There's a lot of... There's a lot of high floor guys there. Yeah, absolutely. And you need a couple... Just one of those other guys, whether it be Javante Williams, Rashid Shahid. Just give me 10. Shaheed catches a touchdown, we're going to be fine. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, we'll go through this week's games. Nice, okay. Right after this. Gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium. Grove City Premium Outlets or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And Matt, it's time to take a look at this week's schedule, uh, maybe some notes and things of that nature. Okay. Take a look at the— uh, Some good games. Yeah. Uh, you got the, to start things off in London. Matt, don't forget to set your lineup. Yes, sir. 9.30 a.m., uh, you got the Falcons at two and one against the Jaguars at one and two. Uh, Jacksonville favored by three. The over under is forty three and a half. I think I'm taking the points there. I don't like Jacksonville's finding ways to lose, and that could you know change in an instant because Lawrence is playing well. But I do think Atlanta's hard to play against. They have such a quarterback advantage though for Jacksonville. I think Ritter's a problem. I think he is too. I will say this: the Falcons have covered six straight games against the Jaguars and are seven and one over oh, really? against the spread against that Jacksonville. Might be over Twenty years though. Well, yeah, yeah. but still, but they, still, it's a, quite the trend. Those two—that's like the two closest cities. To, they're like around. They are close. They're huh? not that far from each other. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a backyard brawl but kind it's of thing. In 
Europe. The Battle of Flabama is the. <laughs> is that where they have the greatest cocktail? Yeah, that's where they would play. Florida, Georgia would play in yeah. Jacksonville. So it's kind of a carryover from that. Uh, only in London. At 1 o'clock, the game everybody will have eyes on. The 3-0 and Dolphins at the 2-1 and Bills. Everybody's not watching the Steelers-Texans game. I think the Bills, I don't say Buffalo put them in favored place. by 2 and a half. I, the over-under is 53 and a half. I know. And I think there'll be plenty of points. But you told me about Poyer, though. I thought the continuity between those safeties along with Milano would at least have communication strengths for the Bills' defense against this fast-paced offense. They do allow a lot of running back you know, receptions. I think Buffalo's better, though. Like, if I were power ranking them, I think I'd have Buffalo ahead of them. Yeah, everybody's like all around, everybody's you know? hot on Miami. Well, they just right. scored 70 points. Their defense is not great. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst of the four units. Without a doubt, yeah. You know, And I understand their offense is ridiculous, but don't you think McDermott's like, ever seen our quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> He's not so shabby. And we'll be the more physical team. Yeah, they've been running the ball well. Yeah. They've been running the ball well. I like the Bills in their, in their building. Josh Allen is 9-2 and two against in his career against the Dolphins, including the playoffs. Really? I didn't know that. Uh, that's his most wins against any team. He's a perfect 6-0 and oh at home against Miami. I think people are forgetting this game is in I Buffalo. Say, yeah, they're yeah. building. I mean, they're a tough, they're a tough team, man. Uh, you got the, the game nobody wants to watch uh, next year. <laughs> uh, the 0-3 Broncos against the 0-3 Bears. That's a 1 o'clock game. Denver favored by only 3.5. Uh, the spread is 46. Um, might be I, the only time Denver's favored all year. I think I'd still lay the points. They just seem less dysfunctional. I'm like, I know Peyton knows how to win in this league. I'm sure it wasn't a fun week in the Broncos facility. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got better players. I, I think Denver wins that game. The Broncos are 1-8 and eight against the spread as favorites since the start of last season. And one and nine against the spread in their past ten games as like favorites. Garrett Bowles was saying, like all we do is lose. Yeah, I mean people think they're better than they are. They're not. Then they really aren't. No, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I would lay the points. Uh, you got the two and one Ravens against the two and two one one Browns. That's in Cleveland. Uh, when this came out, the spread was Cleveland by three. It's down to one now because of the Sean Watson news. Uh, the over under forty and a half. That might go down as well without uh, Watson. I like the there. Browns big before the Watson news. I still kind of like them, even I with. I still kind of like them with. Yeah, to keep it. I mean, I think their defense keeps it close no matter what. They still run the ball pretty well. I think the Ravens are more overrated. Yeah, I'll take the Browns. The Ravens are eighteen three and one against the spread as underdogs since two thousand and eighteen. I bet Harbaugh has a good record against rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, too. they're twelve and ten outright in those games, so they win some. You know, oh, I just got a buzz right here. OBJ won't play. No kidding. Shocker. Yeah. yeah. That's the other. That's, that's the, the kind thing of thing that kind of levels this out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, OBJ is not going to play. I don't know. I don't think Bateman plays Doesn't either. Look good for him, right? Like they would have put Bateman on there as well, except he's not. That might happen any second now, though. Right. He, he OBJ is still a star in mm-hmm. some people's eyes. I think he stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what they it have is. A lot of he hasn't played football in three years. Mm-hmm. No, um, I'm, I'm going to take the Browns still. Yeah. You got the one and two Bengals at the one and two Titans. Cincinnati favored by two and a half. The over under just forty one points. I don't think Burrow has to be great for them to win this. He game. doesn't. They and won't run. Everybody throws against the Titans. And yeah, does with it with impunity. Mm, they still have to cover Chase and Higgins, and I don't think that works well. And I just don't see Tennessee scoring hardly any points. Well, the Titans are twenty one fifteen and one against the spread as underdogs under Mike Vrabel. 
That's not surprising. Uh, they are against. ten and five outright in uh, and against the spread as home underdogs under Vrabel. I'm still taking the Bengals. Okay. I think Tennessee's short on talent. I do as They're well. Aligned. I mean, yeah, but Tannehill's going to get hit a lot. Wouldn't surprise me if he comes up with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make a play on special teams. Or, keeps it know. keeps it close. I don't know if they can win the game, but and Burrow will probably take get some hits. Uh, you got the one and two Rams at the two and one Colts. This is a pick'em game. Yeah, I know. The over under is forty six. I like the Colts. I didn't love what we saw from the Rams. I'm not saying it's like the beginning of the end from them. I think the Colts are pretty tough to play against, and their defense, you know, Buckner and Leonard and those guys is solid now. It's not a liability. Yeah, no, I think I think I'm with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got uh, you get a Quentin Nelson versus uh, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald matchup. Aaron Donald's there. a problem, but the rest of yeah. their defense isn't. You got the two and one Buccaneers at the two and one Saints. Remember when everybody's talking about, oh, these teams in the NFC South, they aren't as bad as we think. They, they don't play anybody. No, they absolutely don't. And Winston's going to start against the yeah. whole team. Doesn't bother me much. I mean, Carr's better, but I'm not changing. I don't know. It's a massive needle mover. Yeah. I like Saints. Saints are, back. Saints are favored by three. The over under is only thirty nine and a half. Their D is good. Yeah. I think they get after it. I think Baker does some screw something up. Baker stuff. Yeah. Uh, you get the Commanders at two and one against the Eagles at three and zero. Oh. Philadelphia favored by nine. The over under is forty three. I think they're going to make a nice run towards that seventy sack total they had last year in this game. Big step. Sam forward. Howell just takes sacks, holds the ball, and just thinks. I mean, he's tough, but he's using that as a detriment, though. I mean, their line's bad. Yeah, I think that that could be. Ugly. I think that could be bad. Yeah, that could be ugly. I'll gladly lay the points there. Uh, he got the 0-3 Vikings at the 0-3 Panthers. Minnesota favored by four. The over-under 46 mm. and a half. They're nowhere near each other, though, to me. No, I, mean, I don't think I mean, so either. Minnesota's not far from being 2-1. and one. I mean, they're, they got some bad luck this year. I think they win that it's game. It's the way man. things balance out. They mm. won 11 one-score games last year. Well, Balls bounce the other they may go 0-11 in one-score games this year. Carolina's one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Four's a good number, though. Uh, the Panthers have won three straight home games as or three straight games as home underdogs. Have they? Yeah. They've won. They've won as dogs. Okay. So keep that in mind. Uh, you've got at four oh five the one and two Raiders at the one and two Chargers. I would imagine there will be a lot of Raider fans. Oh, there definitely will. <laughs> in, be, yeah, in Los Angeles. Nice retribution for Raider Nation. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, the, Jimmy uh, may or may not play, but... Chargers are favored by five. The over-under is 49. I think the Chargers are going to put up 40. If Herbert wasn't as expensive as he was, I was going to push really hard for him for DFS. Herbert has gone 213 consecutive passes without throwing an interception. Oh, really? Hmm. The Raiders don't have an interception I mean, this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate the Chargers' defense for this conversation, but yeah. if Jimmy's out, you know... Although they could just run Jacobs. I'm sure they will. I'm yeah. sure they will. And Adams probably will get his no matter what. The one and two Patriots are at the two and one Cowboys. This is the four twenty five game on Fox. They'll probably make is that the national game, I, I guess. Woo, those Patriots. Uh, all mm-hmm. the where are all the Patriot fans now? <laughs> you should see people running around all over the place with all their, their Patriots jerseys. Not as much fun to root for of late. Yeah, not so much. Now they've all now they're all wearing Kansas City jerseys. I think Dallas bounces back. I think so too. I mean, Dallas favored by team. Six and a half, the over-under is 43. Kind of a big number, but I don't think New England puts up many points against that defense. Yeah, I have a tough time yeah. thinking to do. 
Uh, Ezekiel Elliott does get to go back to Dallas in this yeah, game. Yeah, that's cool. I'm sure they'll welcome him back. I mean, he's a great cowboy and all that, but he's not very good anymore. Mac Jones, mm-hmm. 0-10 against the spread in his past 10 starts as an underdog. Really? And their dog a fair amount lately. That's a recent stuff. Maybe not a dog by enough. That's the that's the thing. Is yeah. Belichick will keep it close. Oh, Belichick will keep it close, what you yeah, just yeah, said, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's 3-11 and 11 against the spread. lately, yeah. Three and eleven against the spread as an underdog in his career. Two and twelve outright. So they didn't even beat anybody yeah, when they're win. underdogs. I think they're pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots are also zero and seven against the spread in their past seven games as an underdog. Wow. It's just this, the stigma that they're the old Patriots and they're yeah. not close. Belichick will figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Not if he doesn't have good players. Uh, you got the one and two Cardinals at the three and zero Forty Niners. San Francisco favored by fourteen. The over-under is just, it's just 44 points. The Cardinals have been plucky this year. I know. And I think Big Brother <laughs> looks at it and be like, let's unpluck them. Let's just take I'm not sure. What's, what's the dynamic, though, in that NFC South or NFC West? Because Well, there's a rock, paper, scissor thing. Yeah. Are the Cardinals, for the Cardinals. Are the they're Cardinals not, a team the that they give somebody fits? I think the, I think the Cardinals get cut by scissors, covered by paper, and squashed by rock. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this year. I know that they're hot and they're fun to root for, but they're three and zero against the spread this season. Sure. All sure. as an underdog. I get it. The first I'm team at to start points. They are the first team to start a three or start three and zero against the spread and be double digit underdogs in their fourth game since the nineteen seventy seven Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. The who first, also, I think, earned the next the first pick overall. I mean, that's when the Buccaneers were an expansion team and horrendous. They're also Not the first team to be at least 14-point underdogs in their fourth game since the 1969 Atlanta Falcons. Really? You would think so. This is like expansion out. team yeah, stuff oh, here. Yeah, oh, it is. <laughs> now the Niners are strong. <laughs> I don't know how many points I'd need, but I think they're going to destroy the, the little brother thing. Uh, at 8-20, you've got the 2-1 Chiefs at the 1-2 Jets. Mm-hmm. Kansas City favored by eight and a half. That's not nearly enough. The over-under is 41 and a half. The Jets going to get the 10? No. I don't think. No. I I don't think that number is nearly big enough. They're going to be on the field uh, the whole time. Through three games, the Jets rank 32nd in points, 32nd in total yards, and 32nd in first downs. New York is... Other than that, things are going great on offense. Listen to this. Yeah. In Zach Wilson's two starts, <laughs> New York has averaged 2.8 yards per play. Yeah. Per play. I mean, the first start can't be much better. Aaron Rodgers only played four snaps. 2.8 yards per play. They're that bad. I mean, he's not, he might not be an NFL player. 2.8 yards per play. <laughs> they don't even get nine feet per play. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I don't know where the points come from. I think Kansas City just destroys them. That's, like they did the Bears last week. The Chiefs are like a, a smash spot. Start must start defense this yeah, week in fantasy. Taylor Swift will be dancing. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Might she might do a halftime show. The poor Jets defense just is on the field all the time. Jets O line's a mess right now too. I mean, it's more than just a quarterback. That's right great. Now. That's just yeah. yeah. Uh, the other New York team. So we get both New York teams again in prime, prime time. time. Mm-hmm. Like well, enough they thought of, it'd be Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes. Enough of that already. Yeah. Well, it's not going to stop. The Jets, you get, are, yeah. Jets are getting you hard. People, th- anybody who thought the Giants were actually going to be good this that's year—that's the mistake. That's I mean, a the huge Jets mistake. Were a huge draw. Yeah. I mean, it, 
obviously the networks aren't thrilled about the Rodgers situation. Uh, so you get the 2-1 Seahawks at the 1-2 and two Giants. Um, Seattle's favored by one, despite the cross-country trip. Yeah, uh, but it's a late start. The over-under is 47. So those, you got back-to-back primetime games in the same stadium. Like, mm-hmm. crazy. And they're they both, did that. And they're both going to be one, awful right? games. I think Seattle rolls them. Yeah, I do too. I mean, both their defenses have been pretty bad, but Seattle's offense is way better than the Giants. Even yeah. Barkley plays. The Giants have lost seven straight Monday night football games. Really? They're the anti-Steelers. I guess that doesn't shock me. <laughs> I mean, they've just not been a stable organization for a long time now. And they still put them on because they're New York. Yeah, because it's New York. They New shove York. that down our throat just like they do the all every Red Sox-Yankees mm-hmm. game is on. Yeah. Yes, like. The rest of the country doesn't care. They didn't put Jacksonville on Monday Night Football when they were bad, but they put the Giants on for right. yeah. viewing pleasure. Yuck. I think Giants was bad. I, I think they roll them there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's that uh, just being basically a pick em game is a gift. It is a gift. I mean, Seattle's much better. What if Saquon Barkley does play? Doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, I still would pick them. I wouldn't change my pick. Yeah. I'm sure it would help him and he'd get a lot of touches, but I still want Seattle. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Um, that is this week's uh, spread, or this week's uh, slate of games, I should say. Not bad. We had a decent one last night. Yeah, last yeah. night's game was was interesting. At least Green Bay came Especially back and made it. Especially for we David Montgomery away. owners. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But so, Lions are good. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, three and one Lions. Not Changing that culture. Now, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be shocked if they don't win the division. Should, uh, yeah, because the Bears stink. Bears, the other two teams are 0-2 or 0-3. Yeah. Um, you know, we think Minnesota's going to win this week, but they're still going to be mm-hmm. two games back at this point. I don't think they get to 500. No. Yeah. Yeah. The, basically, the Lions just have to get. Are they? Are the Lions right now? Are they the? Th- are they the third best team in the NFC? Are they better than the Cowboys? It's is that close. A, is that a conversation? It's a conversation. It's close. Because their defense isn't bad. No, that's what I was going to say. The defense has come a long way. I like. I actually like their offense better than Dallas's. I do too. And. Jameson Williams could come back next week. After next week. I think week five. Six. He gets six-game suspension. I think it was four. Six. I'm almost certain. Six. I have him sitting on my roster. I just got a notification a minute ago. I'll be on. I'm telling you. Where uh, I, I would be happy about that. I think you're going to be happy. No, I can't find it. I can look oh, it up here. Dear. He's suspended. Um, unless they maybe they reduced it. I doubt it. Uh, suspension... Oh, no, he, he returned to Detroit's facility Monday. He can return. That's what I thought. I thought Monday. I saw that. Uh, some Steeler news and here, he can, too. The earliest he can play in a game is week seven. So they've just let him oh, back into the facility. Okay, well, then I'm, okay. Well, you're right. So Yeah, I, I thought, thought it was, it was a 6 too, and I'm like, I just saw a notification. They let okay. him back into the facility, so he's now at least working with the team. Okay, and I forget a, who the other guy that got suspended, the Colts dude. Yeah. He's the same deal. Yeah, so. Okay. Okay. Uh, We're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, it is time for us to pick our scores for this game. I got it. You got it? All right. We'll do that right after this. Welcome back to The Drive. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, Matt, it is time for us to make our picks for the Steelers game uh, against the Houston Texans, uh, James Daniels with the groin injury will not play this week. Yeah, uh, so that's why you have Nate Herbig on the roster. Yeah, and I think he'll do well. He'll do okay. Uh, and then Presley Harvin 
also out this week, I would assume, then, that the, the Steelers then uh, call up uh, the uh, punter off. Wing. Yeah. Wing. Brad Wing off of their uh, practice squad and uh, go with that It's a little unfortunate because Harvin's really having he's, nice he's played well. and playing well. And the key is, is starting to realize he's good. And don't punt. Or just don't punt. Yeah. Wing will be fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Don't have, if you never have to punt, you don't have to worry. One of my guarantees this week for the Steelers, Matt, mm. the Steelers only have three red zone trips this all, year. The, yeah. all season. The Steelers will have at least three red zone trips in this game. I don't think that's outlandish at all. Yeah. They will double their red zone trips in this game. Okay. I think that's quite possible. So, uh, I have not seen any Texans news, but it sure looks unlikely well, he's not playing. He's not playing. Yeah, that's really I, the we, only one we, I care We went about. through that sure, before, yeah. yeah he's he's not playing. Basically a done deal. Um, you want to make your pick? Yeah. Um, I think the Steelers moved the ball pretty well in this game. I think Stroud will make some plays. I, I think he's a good young quarterback, uh, but I do think they get him to make a mistake or two in this in this football game. I know they're going to sack him. Uh, in fact, one of my other guarantees is probably I'd say T.J. Watt gets two more sacks in this game. Wow! Um, was, I don't get his pace. Yeah, uh, you know if he's studying, I'm sure he studied George Fant. If you look at the play. Uh, so this is another thing Terrell Austin said this week. He was asked, you know, how much how much study and how much of what TJ does comes because of his film work. Mm, okay. And he said, well, if you look at it, the first sack that he had against the Raiders was all film work. He didn't bite on the play. They, it was a play action play, if you remember. I don't. And he just to raced to the quarterback and didn't and, go for it at all. And didn't he said he didn't he didn't care about that about the the, the play action because he saw something off of his keys that told him this is going to be play action. And no sooner did Jimmy Garoppolo, like, give the fake handoff and go to turn his head and and Watt was already on him for a sack. I I should remember that play better than I do, but there's so many instances through Watt's career, and it almost seems like at least once a game, where he's in the backfield too soon. You know what I mean? Because he read something. Yes. I mean, that's not because he's – Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I mean, he, <laughs> he just happens to also be Superman. And you throw that on top of it, right. I mean, yes, he wins with his get-off and all these things from time to time, but there's a couple plays that he obviously it's has, It's has very Troy-like. Feel. Yeah, it's yeah. very Troy-like. That, yeah. Wow, yeah. Troy just timed that jump up over the line perfectly. Well, he had shot. some kind of key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something that he saw yeah. on tape. On Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I think when, it, when you look at this game, it comes down to – uh, the Steelers' strength is their defense against Houston's strength, which is which is its offense. Mm-hmm. Their passing game. Their passing game. But I just don't. The Steelers' strength. The strength of their strength is their pass rush. Mm-hmm. The weakness of, of their strength. <laughs> their strength is their is their offensive line. Yes. And I think the Steelers uh, pick up five or six more sacks in this game. They really make life difficult on the young quarterback. I got them winning this one, twenty-seven uh, sixteen. Okay. Um. I also have them winning. I have a 2010. Maybe they do get to 27. Maybe Stroud can get them to 16. Possibly. I don't think that's crazy. I was more concerned, and you have an 11-point gap. I was more concerned about like a 10-point gap than how many points I thought would get scored. Um, I'm not saying Stroud's going to have a welcome to the NFL moment, but this is going to be a really tough test for him. And if he is the real deal, I still think he has. It's too much to overcome. So twenty four and four. Yeah. I mean that's not a fluke. Like I'm not saying if if it was Mahomes back there, but if it was I don't know who's the if it's Kirk Cousins in this game, 
I still don't like their chances. I still, you know I mean? uh, yeah, because it's I mean, just a lot to overcome. It, the, the offensive line issues are real. I can't get around. Um, that. The Steelers are favored by three. The over under is forty two, so I got them right is at forty three. So just barely hitting the over. Okay, so I'm on the under. Yeah, I, I one of my keys would be something along the lines of I think the Steelers will win the time of possession battle by like thirty five. I think they'll run the ball well in this game. That's too. where I'm going yeah. with it, and I know Houston won't. I don't even care what defense they play. They don't run the ball well at all. In fact, they might run the ball better with Herbig in there. Potentially. He's a road grader. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just coming off the ball. Um, yeah. So I, I think that collectively the Steelers will control the game. But kind of like we've talked about with Pickett's numbers and getting to 400 yards and all that, I don't think they'll need to push the envelope late in game. You yeah. Know, that Kenny keep handing it off. You know, maybe, maybe a little more play action, control both lines of scrimmage. Texans get a late field goal or something and make it a 10-point game. You know? I, I I just see, you know, they had 105 rushing yards last week mm-hmm. um, against a Raiders defense that was eh, middle of the pack. Uh, but the Raiders were crashing like crazy. Yeah, The linebackers were just shooting. They, they're playing five defensive linemen. They're crashing the pocket, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't know if the Texans are going to try to do that. No, I think it's going to be a lot of four-man front and rotating guys and try to get fresh. Because they don't want to get beat over way. the top. They're the they're a cover two rough. team, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they don't throw a lot at Pickett. He shouldn't be. It would be overly surprised yeah. with really out of seeing. character for them to do that. Yeah, fr- frankly, for Houston to win this game, I think one or both have to happen. Steelers have to lose it, like the Jags did. I mean, just missed field goals, wings <laughs> blows a uh, yeah shanks or, shanks one you know, or yeah. Or some, you know, well, that's the one part like now that. that gives me a little bit of, uh, of pause here. You know, people always underestimate that holding the holding. Yeah component of the yeah. of the punter's job but at least it's not in weather and yeah you know, i mean and so. they've had it's not like they figured out on friday that harvin wasn't going to play he, wing is he's been doing this he's had he, he a he's worked with boswell before <laughs> mm-hmm. and b they've had all week to work on it yeah no one thinks about oh holder well yeah i mean bos might miss a kick but the hold is crappy or yeah you know, but either way um that doesn't uh, the other thing is or stroud is superman you know that he's just picking apart corners like my I think he's good. Worry, I don't think he's Superman. Me too. My, my <laughs> slight worry is that it becomes apparent that the Texans receivers are noticeably better than the Steelers corners. Okay. I don't know that we're ever going to get an opportunity to figure that out. <laughs> not more than, not far enough downfield for it to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come up and tackle the catch. Yep. 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 And I think that's the plan. And I don't know the Steelers have to do a whole lot out of their comfort zone to win this game. Yeah. Because it's, it's some point on a 10 or 11 or 12 play drive. One of those offensive linemen is going to miss a blocking assignment, huh. or he's going to hold somebody. Oh, yeah. They are subpar offensive linemen. Or even bad communication from not playing together. Yeah. You know, picking up a stunt or a blitz or something. I mean, the left lines. tackle against, you get a rookie against Highsmith. You got a rookie head coach, offensive coordinator, center, and quarterback. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they just haven't been around the block. They, you know, his coach says they just haven't been in stadiums. Yeah. They're not been there, done that kind of For, guys. In that role. You know, yeah. Right. You know, I mean, they're, they're all nice futures, but, man, that's going to be a tough test. So if that's the case and, and the Steelers do come out of this win, that will be 10 of their last 13. Three and one for the season. Three and one for the season. Yeah. Uh, somebody in that uh, Cleveland-Baltimore game is also going to get to three and one. Yeah. I wanted to mention that real quick because you mentioned that the uh, official uh, – the, the Steelers rolled people out. Well, Baltimore, the next opponent – Beckham, Bateman, Humphrey, Ajabo, Owe, out. 
So Doubtful a- Stanley. Wow. I thought he was playing. Questionable Hamilton, Linderbaum, Marcus Williams, Justice Hill. Well, Marcus Williams has been a full participant like in practice play. all week. Yeah, right. There's they may not guys. be, but it is. It, it's it's one of those situations where that's a pectoral injury, and he's out there running around, but he might not be ready to tackle anybody yet. It's different practicing than yeah. in the game or. Boy, this hurts. Let me get out of here. Because, you know, the, the, the last thing that they want to happen is for him to go reach for a tackle. Sure. And he, and he just completely tears the thing. I don't even really care about the questionable guys, but those six. They might have just needed them to practice this week. Because Geno yeah. Stone got hurt in that game the other day, too. And Hamilton's been And hurt. Hamilton's hurt. Yeah. But their six doubtfuls or outs are crucial players. Yeah. Uh, but if Watson's out, that kind of levels that. I think. But that is next week's opponent. That's what I said. That's what yeah. I just mentioned what's. On, is in store. If they do end up three and one, Ravens don't look as scary as you'd think. I didn't think they were that scary no, to begin with. We both picked them fourth in the division. Which, yeah, you know, could still happen. Could still happen. Might be Cincinnati at the way this they better going start right winning now. too. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, but good uh, stuff. Yeah, so we'll see if we're back here on Monday talking about a uh, Steelers victory or a disappointing loss. What's it going to be? We'll see. Uh, but that's why we uh, that's why they play the games, Matt. Mm-hmm. I'll be down there in Houston. You will do the first hour of the uh, the warm up show this week. Yeah, uh, with while Tim Benz going on. Uh, yeah, that, during while that game's going on, I will pick it up then for the second hour uh, with Tim Benz on uh, ESPN nine seventy and the Steelers Nation. I think it's on Steelers Nation Radio as well. Uh, then we get the regular pregame show with uh, Bob, Mike, and Jerry. Uh, of nice. course, Matt and I also do our uh, regular. Uh, Call-ins for the, or yeah, yours is a call-in, but I'm in this in studio or in stadium. Uh, but we'll do those. Uh, you start about an hour before the game, give or take. Yeah, I'm on right after that. Soon thereafter, uh, the, to do the take you into the uh, the game itself. One o'clock kickoff for the Steelers on CBS. Hopefully, there's a lot of Steeler fans there as well. We'll yeah. see. Uh, but uh, that's going to do it for today's show, Matt. So for my partner Matt Williamson, for Justin here on site, keeping us on the air. I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.